Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Super Wild Card Weekend. Oh, yes. Six games over three days. First time that's ever happened. In the NFL playoffs, I'm all set here, big man. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Now, see, you said that, you know, see, I we've been doing this show for quite a while. A long time, years. And, you know, it it's like, you know, we're radio partners over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so you can just pause and say, like, four words and I know exactly, reading between the lines, what you're really getting at here. What, what are you talking about? What are you reading? I'm reading that you won our season-long bet. and uh, I never said anything. I mean, it's not even that time for that segment yet. But, uh-huh, I mean, if you, want yeah. to, if you want to start it now, then. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was reading I mean, there, well, but... okay. It's, you know, it's playoff uh, wild card weekend, but we can uh-huh. start. No. We can start no. the other way if that pleases you. No, no, that's fine. It's all we'll get that. Uh, when's that segment? It's in the fourth hour, right? I mean, I, that may be too long. <laughs> um, so the Raiders against the Bengals right now. We got action, as you like to say. You have made that phrase famous here. But not only do we have action with it being a ten-point game and the Raiders driving here, they're in the red zone. They actually had a run with Josh Jacobs down to about the two-one yard line, right around there. But naughty Raiders holding penalty backed them up. So the Raiders trying to get some points on the board here. Of course, they would rather it be a touchdown, but they need two scores. They're down by ten. So the fourth quarter is about to begin. Not only do we have action, though, we've got controversy. How about the erroneous whistle? <laughs> I love this. 
The erroneous whistle, Joe Burrow was a great play. Looked like he was maybe out of bounds, stayed in bounds, threw a touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd, and the refs blew the whistle while the play was going on. Should not have been a touchdown. The down should have been replayed for some strange reason. It's not reviewable. I have no idea why. Why can't you review that? You can't review stuff with sound? That's not doable? Like It's ridiculous. So the Raiders got absolutely hosed on that uh, call not being made. Yeah. Really, it should have been the Bengals that were hosed because that down should have been replayed. But instead, the Raiders got hosed because the touchdown stood. And you're right. And by the letter of the law, they should have replayed the down. But Joe Burrow was clearly inbounds. The whistle didn't occur until the ball was more than halfway to the receiver in the back of the end zone. So if you watch that play with sound, as the ball was in flight, you heard the whistle. It didn't stop anyone from playing. Like, the defender who was beaten on the play didn't stop because of the whistle because the play was actually going on and the ball was in route prior to the whistle being blown. So just... With that knowledge, I'm like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it didn't really have an impact on the play. But, yes, the letter of the law said they they, they should have replayed the Dow. But right. that's not going to be the reason why the Raiders lose this game. Well, I mean, think about it. Let's go back to last week where right before halftime, Raiders against the Chargers, I believe it was Zay Jones. He ran down the field a long pass route, right? And uh, it was pass interference. It was the same kind of deal. Like, was he really going to be able to turn and get all the way back to where the football was thrown? Probably not. But could you make the argument that maybe? Yeah, you could. So based on the letter of the rule, that's why it was pass interference last week. And it's a similar situation. I hear everything that you're saying. It's unlikely that the Bengals, or I'm sorry, that the Raiders defenders would have been able to bat the ball away or intercept it or anything like that. But was it at least possible? Yeah. And uh, letter of the law, man, if the whistle blows, that should be, the down should be replayed. So that's that's big right there, man. That's crazy because even Tyler Boyd, he cut the touchdown. He didn't even celebrate. He's like, what do I do? Is this good or no? Because there was a whistle. It was just a really strange play. It was a strange play. And the uh, Raiders kick a field goal and – uh, they inch a little bit closer, 16 to 23 uh, Cincinnati leads. I, I just, uh, you know, just from my time at playing with the Denver Broncos, it, 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 it allows me the inability to be unbiased when it comes to the Raiders. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh-huh. as, as our super producer glares at me Ooh. through the glass oh. in full Raiders garb. Did he I, give you the Bruce Arians, yeah, like, he, he throat some, slash? He, you know, he, customary <laughs> Raider fans, he has some shoulder pads on, some face paint, <laughs> you know, eye black, the whole nine yards. Skull necklace, yeah. It's okay, Ephraim. I do not see you as a Denver Bronco. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I, I think I, you know which team we think of you yeah, as. Yeah, I, I, I do. But yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, I, th- those two years I played in Denver, it was embedded in us to hate the Raiders. And and, and it's not just you. Really close friend of mine. Uh, his his name is also Brian. Big oh, okay. fan of the show. He Very loves nice. the Raiders, right? Raiders and SC and all of that. And I hate all of those teams. Yeah. <laughs> and so we, uh, you know, we, we go back and forth and – 
yes, I would love to see you happy and I'd love to see him happy, but I'd like to see me happy even more. So let's go Cincy. Yeah, okay. We'll see how that works out. We should have some action here in the fourth quarter. Now that it's a one score game. It's a good game. game though. It's a good game. And that's Very all you, and 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 with team people fans with with without a, a dog in the race, all you want is a good game. Yeah. Especially in the playoffs. What do you think about this too because uh listen, there are some bad Raider conspiracies over the years. There be, there could be a book of bad Raider conspiracy There's some good ones too you know though, but there's you some know, good ones as well. Some good ones too. But how about this latest one? What is up with the Raiders playing the last game of Week 18, a Sunday night game that goes into overtime and, by the way, lasts the entire overtime? It's a 70-minute game. And then they're turning around, and they're the first game of Super Wild Card Weekend? What's up with that? How are you going to play on Sunday night and then be asked to be the first game on Saturday? Do you think they would do that if Tom Brady were in that situation? Or better yet, let's say it's the Chiefs. It's a team in the same division as the Raiders. Do you think if Patrick Mahomes is playing Sunday night, winning you're in or tying you're in, and then you turn around, you're the first game on Saturday? There's no way they would do that. Uh, Probably not. I think just for the fact that, well, first of all, nobody thought it was, they didn't know it was going into overtime and all of that. The bigger question is, this Monday night, first time ever Monday night football game, mm-hmm. when are they going to play again? That's the crazy because thing. they're you, getting, whoever wins that yeah. game is getting hosed. Whoever wins has got to play on Sunday. Hey, it doesn't you matter. It's still a shortened week. <laughs> you can't make them play on Saturday. It's, it's That's still even a, worse. Well, they made the Raiders play. Yeah, Well, they did, but that would be even shorter. Yeah. Either yeah. way, it's going to be short. Right? You're not going to get a full week. But that's the crazy thing to me. The one team that would be cool with playing on Monday would be the Raiders because they just played on Sunday night, and instead they're playing the first game on Saturday. I get it. And and look, it, it is the Raiders, and they've ruffled the NFL's feathers. They've ruffled the league's feathers. It's it just they, they marched to the beat of their own drum, and hey, look. It, it it works. It works or doesn't work for them, and that's their prerogative. Uh, but I, I don't think the NFL is going to be doing them any favors. Yeah, no, they certainly didn't. By the way, what do you think about how the uh, the schedule is lined up here? Because tomorrow night, primetime window, we've got the biggest point spread of the entire Super Wild Card weekend, where the Steelers are plus 12.5 against the Chiefs. That's your primetime window. I just think of NBC asking if they could flex this game. You know what I mean? Like, this is our game, really? We should get a better game than this. I would rather have this Bengals Raiders game on Sunday night in that primetime window. Yeah, what well, do you think well, about we, well, when you take in count, uh, take into account the Chiefs' inability to actually, uh, you know, uh, win by the spread, or like it's just. It boils down to Big Ben's last hurrah. Mm-hmm. And does he have enough to pull an upset, uh, the biggest upset based on uh, predictions and points in NFL history? Does he have it? Now, that's a compelling story. The NFL loves compelling stories. Does Big Ben, Hall of Fame, two-time uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback, mm-hmm. 
at the end of his career, have enough in the tank to unseat the perennial favorite in the AFC. That's not a good. That's not a good story. I mean, it's definitely a good story, but how likely is it? Because we now, saw this just a couple of weeks ago, yeah. where the Steelers were losing thirty-six to thir- to three in the fourth quarter, and the Steelers tack on a meaningless touchdown. They got rolled. And you could give me this, well, hey, we could have a a different scenario this time around. Sure, we've seen this before. Think a few years ago, the Patriots beat the Jets in the regular season 45-3, to just crushed them. And then the Jets ended up beating the Patriots in the playoffs in Foxborough. So we've seen this before where sometimes the rematch is a lot different. Well, it's a a more compelling story. It's... It's something that to get people talking about. We all know this is the last hurrah for Ben. Like all of those things, as a writer, yeah. I can I can build a compelling episode of television or a movie script based on those facts. How about I'm just thinking storylines. If you're looking at the Sunday games, I mean that San Fran Dallas game. That to me is a much easier sell and uh, a much more anticipated game than Steelers-Chiefs. I know the whole Big Ben thing, that's fine, but, I mean, that stuff goes out the window if the Steelers are down by 14 points before you know it. Yeah, I, I mean, that's I, – I get it. Um, but that San Francisco-Dallas game isn't – that's a good window, right? Like, that's yeah. the afternoon game. That's you've done your church service. You've done everything you needed to do. Now you're at home. You're tuning in. That's, uh, you know, that's the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to draw attention, and that's a compelling story as well with with Jimmy Garoppolo and San Francisco and what they're going to do, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I just think they're going to set the stage for Ben. I I really do. I'll tell you what, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase – they could be a nasty combination for what the next ten years. Oh yeah, this is this this is about to be uh, this is ugly. This is gonna be ugly. Those two, man, you talk about a draft pick. Remember, should it be Jamar Chase? Should it be Panay Sewell? Uh, they made the right selection, it seems. <laughs> Jamar Chase, and every now and then goes butterfingers, but that dude is a playmaker. Oh, he's a pro bowler. You know, right out the bat at, at, at a skill position, and I, I mean. He is a dynamic receiver, and we're we're not even done with the with with his rookie year. Yeah, I mean it's just if they keep going, he won't be able to even play in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> That's right, right. Yeah. So it, you know that they won, they won, and not only did they win by his talent, they won with Joe Burrow. Why wouldn't you bring in the guy? Yeah, that made Joe Burrow All World Heisman. National uh, champion in college. Why would I mean that's thinking? That's how you do that, right? That's how you're like, okay, this is what we're gonna do because we need the most out of this guy. Now you got two top tier guys who already have a relationship in the chemistry. They're winning right now. Yeah, they look like a deadly combination so far. All right, you know, let's get to that. Right, uh, that decision. Why would they have gone in a different direction? It's really the reason why I don't think the Bengals are going to last very long in the playoffs. Also this, all of these playoff teams have given us reason to doubt them. Which is the most likely team to turn things around and give us more than what we're expecting? We'll dive into that as well. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Brian No, he's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Bengals settle for a field goal. So they lead 26 to 16 right now. Which is great because they were about to make a huge mistake. Really? Yes. By going for it, huh? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, in a one-score game. Yeah. Yes, yeah. With six, a uh, little bit over six and a half minutes left in the football game. Yeah. Yes, that was a huge mistake. Yeah. Hey, I hear you. I definitely hear you where 
Uh, defense has played well. You've only given up 16 points. You go up by 10 by kicking the field goal. I know it's tempting. It's like, no, it's only it. a yard. It's not even no, a yard. Don't do it. That's something that, uh, whatchamacallit would do, the, Brandon the Chargers. Staley. Yeah, that's yeah. the Chargers. <laughs> Chargers would do that. Brandon Staley's on his couch right now. Like, I totally would have gone for it. And that's partially why he's on his couch right now. I have now. no idea why he still he still has a job. Man. You know, and, and and Brian Flores does that's that was what is how did being a oh. Miami Dolphins fan? How did you feel about that? I was stunned. I couldn't believe it. You know, it reminded me very similar to I'm also a St. Louis Cardinals fan, and the Cardinals very similarly almost in the playoffs had a really good season, and they they fired their manager. Mike Schild, and I was like, what? He was a manager of the year candidate. And uh, very similar situation, just not on the same page with the GM and Brian Flores, not on the same page with some members of the front office, seemed like the GM, maybe the team owner. So I was stunned by that, but man, it's not just wins and losses now, it's about relationships as well. Yeah, I I guess, but sometimes you just got to put your ego aside and do what's best for your team. Yeah, what's best for you? I and listen, that's the man. that's the problem. I mean, Miami. I mean, they were there. They were right there. Given everything that they've gone through, not having a quarterback, trading, not trading, doing this, doing that, the injuries, and they still ended up. Uh, what were they? Nine, nine and eight? eight. Yeah, still a winning season after two years. Have uh, the coach has a winning record in Miami with no quarterback. Either whoa, of the years. Whoa, whoa, listen to you. No no quarterback? Now? No, there's no, <laughs> no. You can answer that. You're a Miami fan. Do you guys have a legitimate quarterback for the next ten years? No. And that's the that's it. Like I I mean Woof. Okay. Well I know. Look, they played hard. They played hard. Extremely hard. Both years. Yeah. And uh they think about this season. You had high expectations. Dolphins were a 10-win team the previous year. And so they had high expectations to make it to the playoffs, maybe make some noise, and they start out 1-7. You know how many teams would have just been like 1-2-3 Cancun? Screw it, it's over, right? And they go up and they win eight of their last nine games? I mean, that speaks to a coach being able to get his team to play hard. That's really difficult to do in the NFL. Well, obviously it's difficult to... It doesn't mean anything in Miami. Whatever's going on uh, yeah. in, in that front office, man, I, it's yeah. it's perplexing. Yeah, absolutely is. Okay, so as we look at the entire playoff field here, we've got 14 teams, and every single one of these teams has given us a reason to doubt them based on what they've done during the regular season. They might have given us multiple reasons to doubt them based on how they've performed. If you just look at the one seeds, who aren't even playing this weekend, Tennessee. They lost to the Jets and the Texans, (laughs) and they're a one seed. It's amazing. And also the Packers, yeah, week one, they got blown out by the Saints. It seems like a distant memory, but it was just a few weeks ago, they beat the Browns by two points in Lambeau when they intercepted Baker Mayfield four times. That should be a boat race, you know? Yeah. So all these teams have given us reason to doubt them. My question is, who do you think is most likely, not necessarily just a team, it could be a player, it could be a unit, meaning this struggling offense, they really put it together. This struggling defense, they really get it going. Who do you think steps up in the playoffs and performs much better than what they have done during the regular season typically? 
Um, if I had to pick any team, I, I would probably say San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the fact that they're in the playoffs again, they've the last few years have been highs of highs and lows of lows with injuries, COVID, just all kinds of things for for that for this franchise, and they still found a way. Uh, and, and they just keep they just keep coming. Now Dallas is in trouble. If Dallas can't run the football, then this thing could, you know, if if good Jimmy G shows up, they mm-hmm. Dallas is gonna have a problem. Yeah. Now they're only the Dallas's hope is if bad Jimmy G shows up, but uh, more times than not, you know, good Jimmy G with a solid game plan for Kyle, from Kyle Shanahan. I, that's going to be a, a dangerous game for Dallas. Yeah, and you would think San Fran is going to be able to run the ball pretty well. The Cowboys' rush defense is not great. No, um, no it's not. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I hear you. A good running game mixed with good Jimmy G, that could be a great recipe. Yeah, what do for, you think? Uh, San Fran. You know who should step up and has underperformed this year? I think it's the Rams' defense. Oh, that's a good pick. I, I just don't know if they're going to, though. You know, because you have, you you just, I don't know what it is with Los Angeles, right? Darren Collison comes out of retirement for the Lakers. Now we get Eric Weddle coming out of retirement for the Rams. <laughs> like he hasn't played since 2019 and he was fantastic when he was still active, but he's been on his couch for the last two years. And because they're so short-handed in the secondary, Jordan Fuller's done for the season. They bring in Eric Weddle. I still look at it and I say, Jalen Ramsey. Aaron Donald, he's a seven-time All-Pro. Like it, That hasn't happened since the merger. A guy has made it on the All-Pro team seven straight years. That's what Aaron Donald just did. They've got playmakers all over. Von Everywhere. Miller. Yep. They, if they just stepped up and it's like, wow, this is what we've been expecting throughout the season, what finally showed up, it could be the Rams' defense. Yeah, you're, and you're right. That's a, that's a good point. They just haven't been able to stop anybody. Yeah. Or to impose themselves on anyone with all of that a list of talent across the board, up front, in the secondary, minus Weddle, it, it it just hasn't meshed, hasn't clicked. And in order for them to do something, especially with Arizona and the mobility of of, of Kyler Murray and his uh his abilities to to extend plays down the field, they gotta get pressure, keep contained. And they got to stop the run. They yeah. can't let James Conner run all over them. No. Uh, that's going to be a really interesting game great. on Monday. You know? Looking forward I, to that I tell one. you what. Think uh, Something I've been looking forward to all week. We have a man <laughs> who's part of this team. Uh-huh. Who, the day I, the moment I leave here is the moment I can't wait to get back. Mm. Just to hear his sweet voice. Matter of fact, when he was growing up, his nickname was Sweet Voice. So, that's our very own Stephen S.V. DeSager. Wow. Not close to true, but thank you. Very kind. (laughs) Thank you, Sweet Voice. We have four and a half minutes to go in this playoff game at Cincinnati. 
Can we say it out loud? The Cincinnati Bengals might actually be winning a playoff game here tonight? Oh, Steve, you jinxed it. How dare you? (laughs) The no-hitter is going to get broken up here. If only I had that power. But the Raiders have a fourth and five coming up. The Raiders only have seven penalties, at least accepted penalties. It seems like a lot more than that, but I did see one writer say that literally every Raider offensive lineman has been flagged throughout the course of this game. (laughs) So it's not been, shall we say, a clean game. Hey, a fourth down completion. They just picked it up. Way to go, 26 Steve. yards, so the Raiders down 10 are hardly dead yet. And by the way, the Bengals on the ground, only 85 yards rushing as a team. Jacobs with 83 yards rushing just by himself on 13 carries for Las Vegas. This is a battle of 10 and 7 teams. You know, the way the regular season ended and we're getting a decent start to the postseason, that regular season... And again, it was a week 18. We had three teams last weekend winning in overtime to make the playoffs, including the Raiders in that Sunday night game. So when if NFL said if you go from the uh, kickoff of the first game last Sunday to the finish of the overtime in Vegas, it was over 11 hours of football. The longest final Sunday of any regular season since the merger, over 50 years. So, you know, bring it on. Hopefully this weekend, super wild card weekend, even approaches that. Joe Burrow, the Bengals, had two touchdown passes in the first half of this one, which meant over the last two and a half games, that makes it 10 touchdowns, no interceptions for Burrow. 77% completion Good. percentage and over 1,100 yards passing in two and a half games here late in the season. He does have just the two touchdown passes here. It's the field goal fest. Seven for seven on field goals combined with these teams. Four for Cincinnati, three for Las Vegas. And just for the record, the Cincinnati Bengals have not won a playoff game since 1990. Oh, my God. Longest active drought in the league. 1990. Oh, and eight in the postseason since. And the streak started with a loss at the L.A. Raiders. Remember the game where Bo Jackson got injured and ended his football career? That's how long. In fact, they mentioned with the sideline reporter at the beginning of this telecast, texting wasn't even a thing <laughs> at no, the last I, time it, the Bengals won a playoff It's game. only been three players on the team that were alive. Alive, yes. <laughs> the last time they they won a, a playoff game. Were Good pagers Lord. a lot? Were they even invented back then? Yeah, yeah, yes, on pagers. Beeper. Yeah, yes, the beeper. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Where were you, Brian, in, in 1990? Wow. Uh, somewhere in grade school. I don't know what grade Good that would Lord. have been. Good Lord. I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. The Raiders, by the way, have not won a playoff game since the 2002 season when they took the AFC title. They'd only had one winning season since until this season. So this matchup was the one that I knew. I was very confident going in. Somebody is going to have to win this game. One of these streaks is going. It's a playoff. Somebody, even if we have three overtimes, somebody is going to have to win. We have an update. Short field goal for the Raiders. They're down seven now. Three and a half minutes to go. In regulation at Cincinnati, it's 26 to 19. And Derek Carr has uh, one touchdown pass, 262 yards through the air. Tonight's Jeez. game is New England at Buffalo. Gentlemen, it is seven degrees in Buffalo, New York. Mm. That is seven degrees. It, clear skies. It's not snowing or anything like that. Or not, not eight. Not, not nine. Two. No. <laughs> seven. No, LeBron. 8.15 p.m. <laughs> Eastern kickoff for that one. Remember New England won a bad weather game at Buffalo just over a, a month ago on that Monday night. That was a 14-10 final including a long TD run in the first quarter. That was the game where Mac Jones was two of three passing for the game. So these are the top two scoring defenses in the league. Not expecting a whole lot of points, but go ahead. Surprise me. we got three more games tomorrow. we got 
the Monday night game with Arizona at the Rams and Cardinals running back James Conner with his bad ribs was able to practice today. In college basketball, number one Baylor falls again. They were 15-1, and one, now 15-2, and two, lost at home to Oklahoma State, 61-54. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. So the Raiders settle for the field goal. How about this, big man, for strategy? We've got about, what, 3.37 to go? Or about three and a half minutes to go. Raiders have one timeout. Do you think about going with an onside kick here? Because just play this out. Yeah. Let's say you kick it deep. You use your one timeout. You've got to force the Bengals to go three and out. Well, they got two timeouts. Do they? I thought they only have one. They have one, but they have the two-minute warning. Well, okay. So, All right. So yeah. you got to look at it like that because that matters. Yeah, it does. Um, but if you, you allow you, a first down. You, you kick it deep. Yeah. I and mean, it's tough either it, way. Yeah, but you kick it deep. And if you are, if you do allow a first down, make sure it's on the first play. Right. All right? So you yeah. can start your clock over with, you know, minimal damage done. But, yeah, you, you, you have to kick it deep. You're in a rough spot because – I mean, let's say you go with an onside and don't get it. Well, you it, well the probability is like a yeah. 93% chance you will not get it. Right, so let's play that out. You don't get it. Well, the Bengals are pretty close to scoring. Well, and, yeah, all uh, they have to do if is get, you, you know, seven, get a first eight down. yards. Yeah. Even if they don't get a first down and still put points on the board. Right, so if they put points on the board, that you're dead. It's over. So If, you, you, um, if you force a three and out and get them to punt, you still have to go the length of the field. With no timeouts, that's not a great situation. I don't know, man. It's tough either yeah, way. Yeah, but if you go the length of the field with no timeouts, at least it's in the arms of your quarterback, right? You may get a a, a big time pass interference penalty. We, we we've seen them do it, right? Yeah. They they did it at the at the end of the half, uh, a couple weeks ago, last week. They're not going to do it. I'd go on side here. Nah, you can't do that. I would. You're kicking well, from the thirty-five. Well, that's why you're you're you're. You're you're doing radio, okay? I mean, listen, this is Cincinnati, okay? It's a house of playoff horrors over here. I'm going onside. No, you can't do that. You don't want to give a team. Because we're relying on our defense. Yeah, but you don't want to rely on on the inept of ineptness of their offense, which they haven't shown today. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jamar Chase has 84 yards. Right? I, I mean, Joe Burrow is on a record pace right here the last three games. You don't want to put, like, no, make him drive the length of the field. Don't give him a short field. And well, hope we got to get a three and goal. out regardless yeah. of where we're at on so the field. So now it's the onus is on your defense. Let's go. Uh, Mason Crosby. All of, Let's go. It, it's okay, time. Okay, so are you trusting? Because I'm not. You're trusting the Raiders' defense to get a three and out right here. Well, look, they haven't had the success that – Cincinnati, we thought they'd have running the ball. Just right there, first down run, they lose yards. TFL, baby. Right, they lose yards. So, yeah, now it's second and long. Mm-hmm. One more of those. And, and now you're in business. You're in business. No and doubt. And you still have your timeout and the two-minute warning. Well, you got to use that timeout. Well, you don't have to use it now, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, if that was a, a, a first down there – then they're going to be able to run 40 more seconds off the clock, but it's not. It's You lose two yards, a second and 12, 250 left to go in the game. You got a timeout. This is exactly where you want to be. Now, this where the strategy shifts. The Bengals, they're, no backs. Well, they might pitch it to well, Chase. They, they, they yeah, did pitch they, it to him. Oh. Yeah, they pitched it to Jamar Chase. They're going conservative here. Guess what? 
It's third and long. Third and about 11. Now, here's the other interesting thing. Did the Bengals say, we're going to try to end this freaking game right here. Let's put it on Joe Burrow's shoulders. Instead of, let's run a conservative play and we get it down to two minutes. It's like, no, man. Let's let our playmaker make a play. Yes, yeah, see, but what you did as the Raiders by kicking it deep is you forced them to now have to make hard decisions. Sure. You don't You don't ever want it always on you. You don't always want a team to impose the tough decisions on you. That's the whole coaching matchup, right? That's how you become a great coach. When you force a team to now make the tough situ- the, the tough call, do we run the ball, run it down to the two-minute warning, do we let our young quarterback, who we've trusted th- this year, put it in his hands? Now they have to come up with something, and you defensively sure. just have to make it impossible. It's the same scenario, though, right around midfield, if you had gone with the onside attempt. Well, not really. Not necessarily. Same scenario. Uh, same thing. If it's 3rd and 11, really? regardless if it's at the 25 or at midfield, the Bengals com- stuff to make a decision here. That is completely false. Completely true. That's completely false. Well, it's completely it true. The Bengals still have to make a decision. Having the are ball they at midfield, huh? Having the ball at midfield or the twenty-five yard line is that? That's are you, really? Yeah, really. Huh? What? What's the difference right there? In what a, world? Look, I'm watching Don Brown through a mass talk. I want to hear what he's saying. What are you saying, Don Brown? It's just yeah. I don't know what Noah's talking about. Like <laughs> if you get the. It it makes zero right sense. Here. Where would you rather catch the ball at? On the one-yard line or catch it at like the 25? <laughs> but you have a chance, one, to get the onside But kick. you don't. That's you the one thing. You have a 7% chance. That is chance. not a chance. You got a chance. Right. Got a chance. It oh, could be Raiders ball I right now. I see what's now. going on. You're the guy. You walk up to a beautiful woman, and she's like, uh, No. And he's like, well, no, like what? It's like a 100% shot? No. And she's like, no, I mean, it's like a 98% shot. We won't go on a, de- a second. <laughs> Still a, a chance, date. And baby. you're like, well, so you're saying well, we have a chance. Well, that's the first part. There is a chance they got the onside kick, even if they didn't. Like, explain to me if it's third and 11 at the Bengals 25 compared to field third position. and 11 from, field, field the, position. from midfield. Field p- it's position. Still a, it's still a decision the Bengals no, make to now, throw for a first down. Now it's fourth down. They stopped them. Yep. They'll have better field position because the team is not kicking from the 50-yard line. Hey, give the Raiders defense credit. They, they got it. the stop they this needed. Is like, this is I exactly just didn't right. trust them to do so. Well, look, if you that's, did, that's your, fine. Your, those are your but trust issues. Okay? That's where we differ. Don't bestow your trust issues on America, okay, and some foreign countries who have this app. All right? Don't bestow that on them, okay? Yeah, I just – hey, man. I. Uh, that's the thing, though. At the end of a game – when you go conservative, you go first down running play, second down wide receiver reverse, and it's third and 11. It's like, why? Why are you putting yourself in that situation when they're going to be playing the run, knowing you're trying to milk the clock? Yeah, I, just, I, I agree. If you've I, got a top flight quarterback, I let, I let them do, do it. I let them do it because they, yeah. would, they would let uh, they would they would let Aaron Rodgers do it. They would let Tom Brady do it. Yeah. They let Justin Herbert do it. Not Joe Burrow, huh? We're going to turn around and hand off. I, I just don't like it. Don't like well, it. Well, we got action. This is what we wanted. We wanted a compelling game. Yeah. We definitely We won. got it. Fourth quarter. All right, I'm, later in the show, I want Don Brown to check in with something that he agrees with me on. Mm, you know, Very few things. Look, my ego is not going to be able to take it. Very few things. If Don just chimes in, it's like, I just don't even know yeah, well, what Brian is talking about you, right now. You've made your own bed for the last ever, and now you have to lay in it. <laughs> All right, coming up next, 
We'll get you all set up for the final two minutes of this Raiders-Bengals game. And also, a big loss for a playoff team? We'll discuss that as well. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, man, we have action here at the end of this Raiders-Bengals game. Brian Noni from Salam with you here on Fox Sports Radio. I was saying, you know, kick it deep, play defense, no need to panic here, right? I Actually, I did say to Don Brown... Ephraim, I was like, before the punt, because the, the Raiders kicked off deep, and they got the three and out, and I was like, I hope this is just a rocket ball from the uh, the Bengals punter. Oh, almost a touchdown right there. And it was a 33-yard oh, oh, punt. Almost a touchdown. Well, first a of all, 33-yard punt. What is that? Let me ask you this. First, you can't now just jump on the good decision. Okay, you just tried to steer a team. Oh, no, no, that's it's me just kidding around. Just to, to certain demise. It's me kidding. Now, around. all of a sudden. No, I, I mean, was committed. I was committed to the you onside. You're committed uh, to the kick. wrong way. It's no, okay. you don't know that. They both might have worked out. I do know it, it would not have. Okay. Might have. So what I, I want you that? to do I, right now before we, go to, before we go to our second hour is I want you to admit you were wrong. No, no, I'm not going to wow. do that. Wow. I'm not going to do that wow. at all. Wow. Because sometimes and this, there are two different lies, strategies that both work. There lies the problem. I th- my strategy could have worked just fine. How do you know they didn't get the onside kick? We'll never know that. How do you know they don't, don't get the three and out after a, a failed onside kick attempt? You don't and, know that? And this is why we all pile on you because. How do we know like that this. Kevin Huber doesn't have a terrible punt Don, after the failed Don, onside kick? Don Brown, please huh? weigh in. Do you, is, is this why we don't pay attention to, to, to Brian? I, 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 I will say that it was. Uh, it was wrong. It was wrong, though. It, it was, we it was all wrong. know it's wrong. America knows it's wrong. Everybody knows it's wrong except for Brian. How, explain that to me. How no, is it impossible that the Raiders... the perspective of there's always oh. a chance. Fourth and goal picked! Or not incomplete? What happened? It doesn't matter. Incomplete or a pick. It's, it's, that why, was why, down. why do you throw in front of the end zone on fourth and goal? Uh, this is important because for my interception prop bet, you're though. You're Derek Carr. Interception right here. Brother of David Carr. Yeah, that was... Even if it's... Dude, it's you're okay. screwed Look, no coach, matter what. Tell them, whether it's, it's okay. incomplete, intercepted. It's okay. it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's, it's not okay. It's a terrible decision. It's terrible. It's awful. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, was no pressure. Pick. No pressure in the pocket. You had plenty of time. Double cover to Zay Jones. 
There's a linebacker standing in the middle of the field. Jermaine Pratt with the pick. That's ball game right there. Well, Derek Carr's one and only playoff game he's ever played in goes down as terrible. Mm. Man, and this is all you're going to hear. Who day? Who day? Who day? That's right. No who dat in the playoffs, but we got who dat. We got who day, not who dat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Don't not to be confused with who dat. No, we got who day no. though. Two completely different teams. That's right. Who day getting the win, twenty six to nineteen. First postseason win since nineteen ninety. Wow. That's insane, man. Think about that too. Um, uh, that's where I think we'll get into this a little bit later. Top of the hour, the. Uh, head coaching vacancies. This is why I think Jacksonville is a a very attractive job. Believe it or not, you've got a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence who I believe will be the real deal. Look at look at Cincinnati. They've been nothing. They haven't won a playoff game since 1990 until right now. All of a sudden they get Joe Burrow, who is the real deal, and they've upgraded the talent on that roster. That's a real job. Zach Taylor was 6-25 and 1. His first two years in Cincinnati. Look at him now. It can turn around quickly when you have a quarterback and you make some good uh, decisions through the draft. So I think it can turn around for Jacksonville pretty quickly. Uh, they got to got to start at the top, though. You you got to get somebody in there. Uh, ownership has to get out of the way, and they got to get somebody in there who who's going to be able to change the culture there because this misstep has set them back at least two years. Think oh wow! Mike look at this. Brown, though, look at, look at Cincinnati's this. Look, look ownership. At this, look at this. I don't know what commercial you have, but I'm looking at the uh, Bel Air, the new the new remake of Fresh Prince of Bel Air on uh, on my television. Uh huh. And uh, wow, this is yeah, amazing. No thanks. What are you talking about? No hard pass. Like what? it's like all serious now. It's and- unbelievable. You know, I wrote an episode of this, right? No, I did not yes. know that, but like. What I wrote was, episode five of that episode. show that you just watched, and I'm right, telling I'm, you. I'm making a note. Watch I'm episodes just, one, two, three, four, six, seven, and eight. <laughs> just like a hater. Just like a hater. Mm, mm, mm. Just like a No, most a of hater. Fresh Prince was light. It was funny. Nah, it was comedy. Well, there were well, some serious episodes, right? With, well, it, was with, it was a serious undertone, but it was a comedy. Sure. This is a one-hour dramatic a lens. Now we're serious? Oh, yeah. The world is serious. Where you been? No, not doing it. Hmm. All right, coming up next. It's not the worst job. It's actually the best job. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your super wild card weekend. Off to a good start. At least in terms of drama, right? Bengals outlast the Raiders 23-16. to Little bit of controversy involved too, big man. The errant whistle on one of the touchdown throws by Joe Burrow. That play should have been, it should have been, the down should have been replayed. Uh, but the touchdown stood. So we get some controversy there. And then the Raiders with a chance at the very end. And Derek Carr throwing an interception on fourth down. Bad decision. Didn't have to get rid of the football just yet. Throws into double coverage. It's picked off by Jermaine Pratt. Ball game, Hootay, with their first playoff win since 1990. Hootay. They Hootay. did it. They did it. No thanks to your coaching. <laughs> hey, I- I'm just saying, the uh, the Raiders, I mean, it's academic at this point, but... 
just over three and a half minutes to go. Raiders only had one timeout, and I just and, threw out the possibility. Hey, what about an onside? It, it, it was a failed. It, it, it was a failed possibility. But I, I will say this: shout out to the Raiders, the team, and their fans. They went through one heck of a year. I mean, goodness wow. gracious! Crazy. And to and to for it all to come down to one weekend, when in your end, they used. Every minute of regular uh, the the regular time and every second and minute of overtime to win that and get themselves in position to be able to win the or tie or win the game at the end of the playoff game. Yeah. So shout out to them on on a season that I mean no one saw this happening, especially in the middle of that season when everything was going wrong. So sure. I, 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 I will the give them that. Yeah. John Gruden, uh, you know, they parted ways with him uh, only a few games into the season. And then you have the Henry Ruggs situation, the Damon Arnett situation. Those are two first-round picks in 2019, just a couple of years ago. Off the team, uh, it's been a crazy year. And for them to fight all the way back, make it to the playoffs, that is an accomplishment. The crazy thing is, that's why the playoffs are so uh, interesting. The stakes are so high. So if you think about just this Raiders loss against the Bengals, first off, take Derek Carr. On that final drive, he had a beautiful throw to Darren Waller over the middle. Great throw. Awesome catch. And we won't remember it like 15 minutes from now. It's as if it never even happened with that interception on the final play. And then you also think about the interim head coach, Rich Basaccia, who has done a very good job. And he's got a chance to be named the permanent head coach. But his chances aren't as good being one and done as they would be the further and further they advanced in the playoffs. So you think about the reputation of Derek Carr and how big of a hit it takes with him throwing an interception on that final play. And then Rich Basaccia, is he going to be the main guy going forward as the Raiders head coach? His chances took a hit with this loss today. Well, it did. It would have took a bigger hit if they would have decided uh, to onside. But, oh, stop it. Uh, I mean, You're he being ridiculous the, he, he right now. The, that, <laughs> that is not nearly as bad of strategy as you and Don Brown, who's now my arch enemy, are making it out to believe. It is, because you don't give yourself an opportunity with that much time wow. in yes, the time Yes, you do. Out. How do you not give yourself an opportunity? How? Explain that to me. You uh, onside kick it, you're at your own, let's call it your own 47-yard line. Do you understand line. how statistics work? Numbers, if you force a numbers three and in out, general, it was third and 11. Numbers in general, first of all, play calling is different when you're on your own side of the field. Would you agree with that? Uh, okay, so what? The Bengals Would you are agree? airing it out? I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying it, it's different. Would you agree with that? So I'm asking you, are but they airing I'm, it out? I just asked you one question. And you did not answer. They're running the ball either way. I'm answering the question. They're running the ball. Whether it's at their own 25 or if that's the Raiders 48. So so I don't get an answer. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's the answer. They're running the ball either way. It's the same thing. Either way. It would have played out basically the same way. You're right. The only thing that would have been different, you would have been backed up in your own territory and you got the ball. In an effort to move the conversation on because – you know, when you're arguing with someone stubborn. I mean, again, like we can go in circles all day on this. Like you're just being a jackass at this point. That strategy is not as bad as How you're making it. How dare you? 
<laughs> I'm just telling you, you are. Like it's third and eleven, most likely either way. They the only did, thing that's different the right is you're backed thing. up when you get the ball back as the Raiders. They did. That's the not right that thing. different. There was for a the right chance call. to get the ball with. They an got the kick. ball back with plenty of time for Derek Carr to drive them all the way down the field to the one yard line where he threw an interception. That's that's exactly how it should have played out. Hoping for a touchdown instead of an interception. But you made the exact right call. Now, yeah, you could say, hey, we're going to roll the dice here, onside, miss it, give them the ball on uh, their side of, of, of the field, and just to see how it goes, stop them from getting seven, eight yards and kicking a field goal. I, you know, yeah, that's a possibility. But, you know, we'll never know. We'll never, never know. Okay. All right. Like, uh, well, fine. <laughs> but uh, um, as we spin Look at it so forward, spicy, man. Why are you so spicy over I'm there? Just telling you. What's like, going, where, where? Okay. First of like all, where are you? Where are you broadcasting from? Uh, I am in the great state of Indiana right now. Indiana. You're sitting in the basement. I'm yeah. over at uh, I'm in Angola, Indiana right now. Whose house are you at? No, I'm just kidding. Right? Oh, what do you care? Who cares? I, I just asked a question. At? I like to know where my co-host is. I care I'm about in Indiana. you. I'm in, in, in Indiana right now. Okay. All right, let's move it forward. Let me steer the ship because, good Lord, we're going to be off the rails here with you steering things. I'm Brian Noe Z from Salam on Fox Sports Radio. As we get set for the, uh, the Patriots and the Bills, before we go there, just a, a little intermission between the games. If we look at the head coaching jobs available in the NFL right now, we've got eight vacancies, okay? And I'm looking at all these eight jobs – I'll go through them slowly because if you don't have a list in front of you, it sounds like, well, wah, 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 wah. In the NFC, we've got the Bears, the Vikings, and the Giants. Those jobs are open. And in the AFC, Broncos, Texans, Jags, Raiders, and Dolphins. I think the worst job is the Giants. Oh, yeah. Right? You with me on that? Yes. They haven't made the playoffs in nine of ten years but they have high expectations. Joe Judge gets he gets uh, the pink slip. He was 10 and 23. By the way, that's the exact same record as Matt Rule with the Carolina Panthers, and he's coming back next year. Right? So, number 1 media market, they're going to be all over you. High expectations. They've won four Super Bowls. No quarterback right now. A lot of holes on that roster. I think that's the worst job. Yeah, that's that you you don't want that scrutiny. You don't anywhere where you don't have a quarterback is that's the worst job. Now, what makes it worse is if that's in the number one media market, they haven't won in forever. I mean, that those type of complications, it just it'll drive a, a new coach crazy. And so I would definitely not take that one unless you know, it came with the number one pick in the draft or something like that, right. but they don't have the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, on the plus side, you've got a couple of – you got the f- number five overall pick, the number seven overall pick because the Giants made that trade right. with the yep. Bears. The mm-hmm. Bears moved up to get Justin Fields. So you have two picks in the top seven. So if you're looking at the plus side of the Giants' job, mm. you would definitely point to that. But you're going to have to use uh, Daniel Jones again. Yeah. And like, yeah, do you want to go down that road? Like, do you yeah. be the third coach using him? Like, ooh, is that what we want to do? 
I know. That's a rough ask right there. I would, and listen, this is not to be hot take guy. I really believe this. Now, this is the long game, but I think the best job is actually Jacksonville. Because I look, they have Trevor Lawrence. I believe in the guy. I think he's going to be a very good pro quarterback. And what the other teams have in common, most of them are still looking for a QB. The Giants, we just talked about them. Mm -hmm. They're looking for a QB. The Dolphins, the crazy thing with the Dolphins, if they drafted Justin Herbert, Brian Flores is still the head coach there, right? They don't have a franchise guy right right now. Uh, You look at Houston with Deshaun Watson out, you don't have a franchise guy. Denver doesn't. I think Jacksonville has a franchise quarterback. And while it looks like a dumpster fire right now, who would ever want that job? Look at what we just saw with the Bengals. Hadn't won a playoff game since 1990. They draft Joe Burrow, number one overall, who's a baller. And all of a sudden, they upgrade the talent around him, and they're in business. I think it can happen the same way in Jacksonville. Yeah, everything has to, first of all, because their roster isn't as talented uh, as the Bengals' roster. And it, it just, Joe Burrow can be a dynamic quarterback. We don't know what that looks like for him yet because he's been in a situation where the, you know, the ineptness of the coaching staff, starting with Urban Myers, has diminished his growth this year. Would you you agree with that, right? Like his growth has been diminished because we haven't really gotten a chance to see what he could do with any semblance of cohesiveness. Sure, absolutely. It's just been chaos. It's just been chaos, which is tough for a young quarterback. Now he's going to have a new head coach, a new offensive coordinator, so he got to start this whole process again. Mm-hmm. So this, yes, in terms of the quarterbacks that are on a roster for these available teams, that m- may seem like he has the best potential. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that that would be the, the the best place to go. I'll tell you uh, real quick before you tell us the, what you think is the best job. I would point to a couple of teams. I would look at not only the Bengals, who we just saw, and they, not too long ago, it was as if that roster had no talent, you know, or very, very little. Again, Zach Taylor was 6-25-1 in his first two years. And all of a sudden, boom. Year three, they hit. You know, they're a real team now. And I the the talent overall in that roster has significantly been upgraded. I think of the Buffalo Bills. The Bills hadn't made the playoffs in close to two decades. And they draft Josh Allen, who is the real deal. And they have really upgraded the talent and quality of that roster. And they were in the AFC Championship game last season with a chance to make real noise this season too. And I would also throw in... The Cleveland Browns, who they had no one for a long time. And all of a sudden, they've got a, a real offensive line, real running backs. You know, they've got some real playmakers on defense led by Miles Garrett. A lot of talent. No quarterback, they but a lot of talent. They just don't have a quarterback. Right, but that's my thing with Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville has the quarterback. And even the Browns, with no one, the cupboard's bare. They still stocked it up enough hitting on a lot of those top picks yeah, to where they were a playoff team last year. And you're right, and that's the problem with Jacksonville because they've done almost the opposite. Yeah, they got Trevor Lawrence. 
that's it. <laughs> so when you talk about a bare cupboard, you put a dynamic quarterback or a potentially a dynamic quarterback in an empty pantry, he's not going to make you a meal. I, you got it. You, exactly. You got to put a lot more around him than what they have. So but with that being said, who do you think? Is it the opposite of the Jags, which is a full cupboard with no quarterback, which is Denver? Would you put that as the top job? Uh, yeah, because you can, you know, there, there are going to be quarterbacks out there on the market, right? Namely, we've went through this whole conversation the last offseason. Uh, Deshaun Watson, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. Right? Where is he going to go? Is Russell Wilson going back? There's also um, possibly Aaron Rodgers on the market. So when you have a, a fully stocked, those quarterbacks are more likely going somewhere where there's talent. Tom Brady wasn't going to Jacksonville. He's going to Florida, but not Jacksonville, right? He he went to Tampa Bay, and they had they had everything. They were in a situation they weren't happy at quarterback. They had everything else in in the pantry. Tom Brady went in there, whipped up a seven course meal, won the Super Bowl, and I I think as a coach. I would be. I would rather be in one of those situations than to have one guy, one piece of meat, and nothing else to go with it. <laughs> that's right. It's like you got, you got a ribeye steak. That's it. Just that's that, it. I mean, nothing else. No mashed potatoes. No baked potato. No greens. Nothing. You may have to. You may have to eat it raw because you might not even have any. <laughs> it's, it's not even cooked. You might even have any fire to cook it on. You don't have a stove. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I've got a response to that because I think that's really interesting. The Denver Jacksonville thing. So we'll get to that on the other side. Also, this a very interesting suggestion to combat the cold. I'm Brian. No, he's he from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you by one of our favorite cities. Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. Whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch, the biggest games are even bigger in Las Vegas. So make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. The Bills, that boy Josh On Allen. First. That Josh Allen is something special, boy. How about that? It looked like he was just nonchalantly throwing it away. And it turns out to be a touchdown catch by Dawson Knox in the back of the end zone. It really looked like he was just trying to throw it away. He, yeah, he just sort of just flipped it like, eh, all right, we'll try to get him on third down. <laughs> you see Dawson Knox jump up, catch it, and it's 7 nothing Bills. Crazy. This is uh, it's cold out there. Oof. Oh man, it's really when cold. every shot of the of, of the game is you <laughs> every just breath. See, see, just breath, just yes, nothing Oof. but breath right now. Good lord, I've been in those games. Not fun. Not fun at all. There's a uh, interestingly enough, you bring this up. There's a uh, 
quite the suggestion to combat the cold over here. So uh, this is from Bart Scott. Remember Bart Scott with the Ravens, also with the yeah. Jets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on Get Up. And uh, listen to his suggestion for Josh Allen, Bill's quarterback. He's got poor circulation in the toes, right? And he's got a really bad completion percentage in freezing temperatures. So this is what Bart Scott suggests he should do. Can I get your suggestion for him? Josh Allen listening. Can people get this message to him? Viagra. Take some Viagra for the game, baby. Got to fit that circulation going right. I, I don't so, know how to move uh, off of that. I don't have any medical background, so I can't. I don't really have a, a response to that. But you, you played, so the, you must know of, something. A lot of us take Viagra. No, we don't. Viagra opens up the blood. Wait, a lot of us take Viagra. What do you mean? A lot, a lot of, a lot of NFL players, at least in my day, took Viagra because it opens up the blood vessels. A lot of endurance athletes because Viagra was first uh, a heart medicine, right? So it builds up circulation, which makes sure that it gets the circulation to the feet. Yeah. Is that why he threw a first a touchdown on the first drive no, there? No, man. I don't just I just I mean, they have socks now with warmers in them. Just FYI. I mean, like you can literally buy <laughs> socks that warm your feet. Like you can buy them, like you just have them. Uh-huh. I don't know what you know, pumping yourself full of a sexual stimulant Mm-hmm. prior to a game is going to, yeah, your blood will be pumping. It'll be pumping, all right? Just not in the toes, right? Come on, man. That's that's the last thing you want in a football game is an erection. <laughs> like, that's imagine a, that's if the, that's Josh a, was like, you know what? Hey, no. this is the playoffs. Let's give it a try. And it went the way that you're explaining it, you know? Not good. That's the last thing you want. No, yeah. that's. Uh... By the way, how about this? Chad Johnson. Remember him, former Bengals wide receiver? He said that he used Viagra. He admitted this in July 2020, and he said he used it to increase blood flow and uh, better his game is what he said. Yeah, so was he talking about blood flow on the field, his game on the field, or (laughs) (laughs) off the field, right? Because you you use Viagra in the club, you feel like, you know. That's a different kind of game. That's a different type of game. I hear you on that. In any event, Bills on the board, 7 nothing here. I mean, how you feeling? It's a little bit late to get your uh, thoughts on this game, but we're not that deep into it. What are your thoughts on Mac Jones' first playoff appearance? How do you think he fares if he's got to match points with, let's say it's good Josh Allen today, good decision-making Josh Allen tonight? Um, th- this, is, this is going to be a good game. I think a a great matchup coming off what happened during the the windstorm game Mm -hmm. and New England was physically able to dominate Buffalo at home up and down the field. Uh, I, I think, you know, teams, you don't forget that. So as a head coach, you're preparing your team, you're preparing Buffalo. That's all you're talking about. That's all you're watching. How you physically, you know, football is all about physicality and imposing your physical will on your your opponent. More so in 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 this team sport than any other team sport, boxing, MMA, that's different. Mm-hmm. And when you have a coach question your toughness, your physicality, and you get to play that team again, 
it means yeah. something, especially yeah. in the playoffs. So, I'm, uh, I mean, of course, we know Mac Jones is going to throw today. Uh, so does that open up, you know, the New England playbook? Does it make it easier with them being able to run the ball and now pass the ball? Like, this is that's why I was I was looking forward to this game. That's a great point because it's the same stadium. Yeah. Is that wind game. And remember when it was Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, the safety duo in the postgame press conference, and one of the media people, they were like, you embarrassed? <laughs> they yeah. just ran the ball all up and down. <laughs> and they took great offense to that. Of course. So you think, look at them right now. You got eight dudes in the box. They're just like, oh, they're not we're gonna not going to let you run the ball. No. Mac Jones has to beat us throwing to be a receiver. And, and, and that's, that's the game plan. That is the game plan. The, 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 the thing that they couldn't do the first meeting, it didn't matter if they had nine people in the box. Mm-hmm. That's the insulting part. Like that's someone right. wasn't blocked. Two people were free. and they st- it, Right? So when you go over that, I, I've been on the other side. Of, uh, I know what that meeting is, and I know what that practice leading up to that is. I, I know what that feels like. You're at home. The, these Bills defense players are fired up, and I wonder is Mac Jones going to be able to deal with this type of pressure, playoffs, and, and, and all of that. By the way, real fast, how does that happen in the win game when the Bills know the Patriots are running the football and they couldn't stop it? It's physicality. It, that's what I mean. Like It's literally the left tackle and left guard are we're going to double-team the three technique up to the linebacker. Now, what stops that is the three technique not allowing the guard or the tackle to come off and the linebacker scraping, getting in the hole, making the play. It's as simple as that, right? It's as simple as that. And when that's not, when you can't do it, physically can't do it, it's demoralizing to your team and your defense. That, that was one of the more unbelievable games of the year. Yeah, I, 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 we played against the Raiders. We're in, uh, I was in Houston, and we played in Oakland, and we just couldn't pass the ball. So we literally just ran the ball. Yeah. Every third and nine, run the ball. <laughs> I, we beat a New England team. I mean, a, a Peyton Manning-led Indianapolis team the same way. Like, they just we just physically dominated them. And that was the Oakland team. They had Warren Sapp and, and all of them. We just ran the ball down their throat. There's nothing they could do. Wow. Yeah, well, that's the same way it was in the regular season against the Bills. And uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be that type of No, 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 season. no. So, no. It, it, so can New England, can they make the adjustment? Can Mac Jones, I, I mean, he got out of the pocket. They got the pressure on him. He scrambles. He hits Hunter Henry. First down. Like, that's – this is what Mac Jones is going to have to do in order right. for them to win this game. And think about this, too. We haven't seen the uh, the dynamic duo, what we expected throughout the season from Jonu Smith and Hunter yeah. Henry. A lot of Remember money the to reaction, those two guys. Like, oh, man, they're trying to recreate the Gronk-Aaron Hernandez thing. And, uh, Without the on murder. On the field, of but course. Yes. Right? Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, it hasn't worked out like that this season. I wonder if those two tight ends – they, uh, you know, they have a big impact in the game. They're going to have to. They have to. I mean, they brought them and they paid a bunch, a bunch of money to both of those guys for that reason. Like they need them now. Uh, by the Ooh, way, look at me. Oh my God, he dropped oh, the ball. Gosh, good lord! Ball. I tell you Speaking what, Mac of, Jones looks good though in that pocket. He does. Speaking of paying a lot of money, you know, 
Fox Sports Radio pays a lot of oh, money. Man, if I can get his salary. Oof. Top dollar <laughs> for a friend of America. If I can get his salary. But it's money well spent because this guy delivers time and freaking time again. He goes by the name of Steve DeSager. Oh, you're talking about me. You <laughs> clearly <laughs> threw me for a curve with that intro. Uh, by the way, I looked it up, and you were talking about running the ball. One of the Steelers' Super Bowl wins with Terry Bradshaw back in the 70s, they had 57 carries in the game against wow. the Vikings, almost 250 yards rushing. Uh, and then there was this game with Cincinnati, which we will get to in a moment. They beat Las Vegas, eliminated the Raiders. There is a wild card game going on in seven-degree weather at Buffalo right now. A Bills team that's won four in a row. Division champs, a game ahead of New England, is hosting New England. At least it's not the windy weather that we saw in that Monday night game just over a month ago when Mac Jones was two of three passing for the whole game. It is first quarter tonight, and the Bills are leading 7-0 over the Patriots thanks to a 70-yard scoring drive that took just over five minutes. And you're right, the Josh Allen touchdown pass looked like he was lobbing it out of the end zone. What do you know? The tight end caught it in the back of the end zone. Dawson Knox with an eight-yard reception. So that's where we stand, about six minutes to go in the first quarter. Patriots have driven past midfield. As for the earlier game at Cincinnati, about 30 degrees for that game, and the Bengals eliminated Las Vegas 26-19 to as each team was 4-4 four for four on field goals. Bengals had not won a playoff game since the 1990 season, but did so here. Cincinnati had won at Las Vegas also in November during the season. You know, the Raiders averaged only 22 points per game for the season. And here they didn't quite get 20 points tonight. In fact, AP says the Raiders scored under 20 points nine different times oh, in the regular season. Nine out of 17 regular season games. The only the only offenses that oh. were worse are like Giants, Jaguars, wow. Lions. So, and, and an update, yes, we do have an update. As Mac Jones did scramble uh, past midfield, but now we've got a turnover with Buffalo taking it with 5.40 to go in the first an interception by Micah Hyde so they threw toward the end zone and a diving pick at the goal line beautiful catch Buffalo takes over intended for Nelson Aguilar that was beautiful the pass wasn't bad though like I mean that was dropping right in the bucket so that puts Mac Jones at two of six passing with one interception in the first quarter, and the Bills are leading 7 nothing. By the way, in the last day or two, guys, I saw in the secondhand market tickets for this game. You could get plenty of uh, upper-level seats for about 60 bucks for this wow. playoff game, which is about half the price of some of the other playoff Goodness, games Bills this Mafia. weekend. What's going on here? And then he mentioned that it's 7 degrees at kickoff. Tonight. Oh, that's <laughs> what it would be. <laughs> as far as the weather for tomorrow, by the way, on Fox TV, it's Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern for Tampa Bay hosting Philadelphia. It's due to be very windy, about 20 miles per hour. The rain could stop before kickoff, 66 degrees in Tampa Sunday, but wind could be a factor. And then it's San Francisco at Dallas tomorrow, and the Sunday night game is Pittsburgh at Kansas City. We already know Chiefs running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is still out with a shoulder injury, missing a third straight game. The Steelers today activated wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster off injured reserve. He'd been out for months with the bad shoulder. The Monday night game is Arizona at the Rams. Cardinals running back James Conner with his rib injury was able to practice today. In college basketball, Mississippi State has beaten number 24 Alabama 78-76. Oklahoma State got a win at number one Baylor 61-54. So Baylor drops to 15-2 this season. And former Kentucky basketball coach Joe B. Hall passed away at the age of 93. Titleist, national titleist, 1978. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Brian No, Andy from Salam with you here on Fox Sports Radio.
You mentioned it, big man. It was actually a really good throw by Mac Jones, just a better play by Micah Hyde. Yeah. I mean, I was dropping down in the bucket, and, and Micah Hyde was able to, to get over the top. I mean, he turned and got on his horse to get over there because the play was there. It was the right move. It was a double move on the outside with Aguilar, uh, and he, he beat the, uh, the the cornerback, and the safety made up for uh, – you know, a, a greater play than than what the offense did. Yeah, that uh, was a really nice play. And, yeah, how about Crazy Legs Mac Jones right before that running for a first down on third and ten? Looked like I both his hips were going to come off. I know. I don't know if it's just because we saw Tom Brady there for two decades. When he took off running on third and ten, I'm like, what? You're not going to – oh, he's easily going to make it. <laughs> like At first, I didn't think he had any chance. He made it with ease. But, uh, yeah, he can move around just well enough. Just enough. Just enough right there. But you can't be turning it over, even though that was a great play by Micah Hyde. No, you can't. You can't lose the turnover battle and win this game on the road. It's not going to happen. No, as they show uh, Mac Jones sitting on the bench being coached. Yeah. So uh, let's see if this uh, New England defense can can step up on Buffalo's uh, second drive. Yeah, yeah. uh, let me run a, uh, a a prop bet by you. I might have a vested interest on this thing, but uh, Steve mentioned this in his update where we might have a little bit of weather for that Tampa game. They're hosting the Eagles tomorrow. And maybe some showers, some wind gusts. So keep that in mind. But what do you think about this? Mike Evans and Gronk, over 125 receiving yards combined. Do you like it? Mm. No. <laughs> no. You're going to take the under? Yeah. Okay, how come? It's just a win. Yeah. It's just, it's it's going to affect it. Yeah, Tom Brady has a good arm. It is still 40-plus years old, and, and the wind is the win. Okay, you take the under. Friendly wager on that. Can we get a candy bar on that? I know. No, I no, you. no. I'd like to have the candy. I've been checking the mail uh, <laughs> quite frequently. I mean, is this a good time? To, should we do it now or should we wait? Oh, no. There's no time right now. Oh, okay. Against the clock right okay. now. Okay. We'll, because that's going to take a whole. That might be the whole third hour. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about it's that. Bad. How that went yeah. down. Yeah. And just we'll for the people that. at home uh, who are listening, we're talking about our. The end results of our our annual Big Three, where Brian and myself uh, pick three teams apiece against the spread uh, for a season long uh, event, mm-hmm. which we both wagered one thousand American dollars and a king size candy bar of our That's choice. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And we we'll tell you what those results are in the third hour. You know, I would imagine, based on our tone, maybe we, we don't know. We don't know projecting. what the tone. I, I, I'm look. I, I'm as vanilla as it can be with this tone. <laughs> yeah, we will give you the I, 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 here. I, I've given nothing away, so nothing. we just have to wait and see. Just nothing at all. All right, coming up next. I think this is a gigantic red flag. I'm Brian. No, he's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Another Dawson Knox touchdown. Bills ahead by two scores over here against the Patriots as Josh Allen has looked good so far. Yeah, this thing look uh this might get out of hand now. I don't know if you want Mac Jones trying to come back from fourteen down. Yeah, 14 on the road nothing toward the end of the first quarter. Not looking good right now for the Patriots because it's been the formula all year is run the ball, mix in some Mac Jones, you know, sprinkle in. Tastefully done. Some Mac Jones passing and play great defense. And uh, yeah, the less they, defense if, you play, the less you run the ball, the more you expect from Mac Jones. That is not the Patriots' recipe. Right. And, and you know, that's the only way they can get back in this game uh, def- is defensively. That's it. No matter what Mac Jones does, uh, being, you know, in the whole two scores, you got to, you got number one, you got to turn the get stops, and then you got to force turnovers. So you need extra possessions now. Yeah. Yeah, it's looking dicey already here for the uh, Patriots. But, hey, long way to go. Long way to go. A lot of ball left. Lots of ball left. Now, I think this is a gigantic red flag. We mentioned it a little bit earlier, but think about this game on Monday where the Rams are hosting the Cardinals. And the Rams have signed Eric Weddle, 37 years old, free agent safety, He last played in 2019. The reason they signed Eric Weddle is because Jordan Fuller, their safety, he's out for the year. He has an ankle injury. And so they signed Eric Weddle. And, I mean, bro, their their secondary is banged up. And I don't know how many snaps Eric Weddle plays. He was very, very good years ago. But being two years removed from the game, I just can't expect if he gets any significant time. I just can't imagine he's going to be anywhere near what he once was. Yeah, no, not at all. That is a red flag. And, um, <laughs> you know, good luck with that. You know, um, the, the only recipe to combat that is to actually get pressure on that quarterback. So now right. Aaron Donald, now Von Miller, yep. now those guys have to create a, a serious matchup to help your, uh, your your secondary. That's the only way. Yeah. And look, I don't want to make it sound like they don't have anybody back there. They still have Jalen Ramsey. You know, they're just undermanned. And that's where I look at Arizona. And if you're the Arizona Cardinals, if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, I'm relying on Kyler Murray. I'm not abandoning the running game. If we can run it and be balanced, great. But I am spreading the Rams secondary out. And I am finding a mismatch. And I'm trusting Kyler Murray to put the ball in the air and find a mismatch where if you don't have your safety in there, Jordan Fuller, and uh, we can throw three, four wide receivers at you consistently, I, I 
this is a game where Kyler Murray should play well in. It is right there for the guy. Yeah, I mean this this is this is it. His mobility, his decision. Now the the, the one thing that's 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 gonna hurt him is not having, you know, arguably the one of the top three receivers in the game. Sure. Um. So you know, AJ AJ Green d- dusted himself off, and he's had a a great year. Yeah. B- but mixing some Christian Kirk. Yeah, but not having DeAndre Hopkins is definitely. Oh yeah. Playing in the Rams' favor. So totally. now you can put Jalen uh uh Ramsey on AJ Green mm-hmm. and let everybody else, you know, kind of like zone off the rest of the field. Yeah. I'm so curious what that Rams defense does. It's look at some other defenses this year where the Dolphins, first half of the year, they were freaking brutal. And then toward the end, it's like, wow, this is more what we expected. They're actually playing really good defense. Similar thing with Washington it was a weird year for their defense where early on they were awful, and then Chase Young got hurt, and they were really, really good for a stretch. And so I'm just wondering if something similar happens with the Rams defense, where they have not met expectations. We've thought they would be much better than they've been. Even going back to last week, they were spotted a 17 nothing lead against San Francisco. Before you blinked, it was tied up. And then the Rams went ahead, the Cooper Cup touchdown late, and it's like, okay, just get a stop. You're up by a touchdown. They couldn't do it. Nope. All right, so we've been waiting for this Rams defense to step up, and hey, maybe it starts on Monday night. I don't know. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. These matchups are compelling, yeah. right? We want to see these matchups. We want to see this matchup, uh, given what transpired during the regular season, right? So, you know, kudos to the NFL. Uh, that Raiders-Cincinnati game was great. This Tampa-Philly game, we're going to see if Tampa Bay can stop the run because we know Philadelphia's going to run the heck out of the ball. Yeah. Especially if it's inclement weather with the wind, maybe some precipitation. Uh, we definitely want to see San Francisco-Dallas and then Pittsburgh-Kansas City capping it off that Monday night, first time ever for the playoffs, a Monday night game. Somebody's still getting screwed the next week. but Right. Uh, you know, I guess yeah. it is what it is. I, I, the NFL obviously doesn't care about <laughs> rest. Or, I mean, you, we can throw that out the window. We already know, given what they did to the Raiders and how they uh, setting this Monday night game up. Like they don't Thursday night football. They can care less. So yeah. that's out the window. We don't know. No one expects them to. Like even those Tuesday Wednesday night games, and the team has to play, like, play again on Sunday. What? Which game are you most looking forward to? Uh, I, I think uh, I, I think I'm most looking forward to that San Francisco Dallas game. To tell you the truth, yeah, yeah, I really want to see what Dallas is going to bring to the playoffs. I mean, you know, Dallas Cowboy fans are almost as you know belligerent as Raiders fans. You know, so <laughs> I just <laughs> I I like that matchup because look, San Francisco should be able to run the ball really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dallas is not great against the rush, so they're going to run it. And you made the point earlier, if it's mixed with good Jimmy G, Oof. you're in business. The one thing, though, with the Niners, I don't like their secondary at all. No. And you're going up against Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. And no, it hurts to not have Michael Gallup with the torn ACL. But Dallas is going to have to be able to run the ball, though. That's the only way they're going to have success. And we've seen Dak Prescott throw for 400, almost 500 yards with no wins. So yeah. it's not going to be one of those situations. They have to be able to get something out of Ezekiel Elliott, and hopefully Tony Pollard's foot is is, is better. Yeah. 
Yeah. It should be a big game for Dak, I think. Right? I just I don't see how that Niners secondary is going to have a whole lot for him. So we'll see. We'll see if he can uh, step it on up. All right, coming up next, one team is standing by its quarterback. The other team, ah, they're taking a bit of a different approach. We'll have that story for you around the corner. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, what's going on? Hope you're enjoying your super wild card weekend. We are smack dab in the middle of it over here. Bengals, they get a win. They snap the uh, 31-year playoff win drought and they get it done against the Raiders and right now the Bills are looking good against the Patriots early on you enjoying super wild card weekend thus far big man? Oh, I am I love the playoffs yeah you know I, I love it uh looking forward to the triple header next uh tomorrow and uh you know this is what these teams work so hard for all year positioning being able to play at home all of that matters all of that matters let me throw this at you because the uh, the Bengals, they rested their players last week. Last week, the regular season. And they uh, dropped in the seeding. They went from a three seed to a number four seed. And so the way it could work out, do you think the Bengals are thinking along these lines where if they stay a three and, and win, you know, in wildcard weekend, they're guaranteed to play the Chiefs. Now the way it stands, there's a chance... Instead of going to Arrowhead, they would go to Tennessee. Do you think that entered in their minds at all? Or is it strictly, hey, let's rest Joe Burrow. He tweaked his knee against the Chiefs. Let's just get set for the wild card weekend. Doesn't matter about this, the uh, the seating. Which do you think it was with the Bengals? Uh, I, I think they were concerned about Joe Burrow and having yeah. him as healthy as possible. Yeah. I mean, they did. Look, once you, when you're a team like Cincinnati, and like Cleveland was last year, and you know when you when you overcome something, and you you're not worried about any of the, the other stuff that teams who have a history uh, of going to the to, to the play. You you just want to get in, right? And because they had already won the division, they knew they were going to get a home playoff game. So three, four, it doesn't matter. We need Joe Burrow to move forward, no matter what seed we are. Yeah, I buy that. And think about it. They just beat the Chiefs, what, a week before? Granted, yeah. it was at home. But I, I can't imagine they're just shaking in their boots like, oh, gosh, we hopefully we follow the four seed so we don't have to go to Arrowhead. Like, yeah, they don't, they like, yeah. we, did, we did it, man. We got shirts and cigars and smoking Joe. And, you, you know, I, 
they accomplished the first goal that they had, win the division and get in the playoffs. They accomplished the second goal they had, win a playoff game. Now everything is gravy. So yeah. everything you do now, it's like, okay, right? I've been on a team like that. You get in, you get into the playoffs. You're like, okay, boom, did it. We won our division first. Then we got a, had a bye, you know, won our first playoff game. Then we go and and play in the, the, the NFC Championship game. We win that. Like all of this, all of these steps matter. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and Cincinnati is exactly where they want to be right now. And it doesn't matter who they play next. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy how it could work out where they're either in Tennessee, they're either in uh, Kansas City. We'll just see how it shakes out with these other games. If the lower seeds win, that changes the math. It doesn't look like the Patriots are going to come back and win. And I doubt that the Steelers win outright tomorrow. Um, so if it holds up like this, then if it's just straight chalk, right? If it's just straight chalk, you would have uh, the Bengals go to Tennessee. So it'd be a pretty interesting matchup right there. Are you buying the Bengals? I know this is what you just said is they snapped the drought and all of that. But, man, now that they're here, they want to win as much as possible. The one reason I don't buy Cincinnati is the pass block win rate. They are 30th in that area. And, man, it gets really, really difficult come playoff time. Think about how a lot of these games, each possession matters. And if you allow a sack, if it's a holding penalty, sometimes those are just drive killers. That's why I just don't see a, a long playoff run from the Bengals here. Yeah, and look, they have the talent. Whether they have the maturity, which they addressed going out, and, and especially on the defensive side of the ball and bringing in guys who've had uh, – playoff level experience that's the that's the way you grow a young team up really fast mm-hmm. you get guys who've had playoff level experience at the highest level and in Atlanta when we went to the Super Bowl we had Cornelius Bennett we had Biscuit uh, you, one of the best Biscuit love him love yeah. him uh, tremendous we had uh you know Eugene Robinson who just played in the Super Bowl the year before we had all of these uh these these pieces of of, of people who you know, Terrence uh, Mathis, uh, Martin. What was his name? How are you going to forget a teammate's name? It, because it was 20-something years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how. It's literally 20-something years ago. 1998. Tony Martin. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. From Good Miami. Yeah. Played oh, yeah. for the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. yeah. So we had all of these guys who had uh, playoff experiences. So when we did get to the playoffs, it never seemed too big. You know, and I think that's the, that's what the Bengals coaching staff, as New England scores another touchdown. Bills? I, the, I mean, excuse me, the Bills scored another touchdown. I, I think that's what the, the – they had this – they envisioned this, the Bengals coaching staff, and, and it's paying dividends. Well, hey, I give them credit today – but that's a game you should absolutely win. The Raiders, they had 88 defensive plays last week. Played that overtime game against the Chargers. Sunday night football. And then the Raiders are playing the first game on Saturday. That's a game you should win. And the Bengals rested all their guys. 
that's a completely different scenario. They should have won this game. Now, when they go on the road, depending on how it shakes out, maybe it's Tennessee, maybe it's KC. We'll see how it goes. Most likely going to be at Tennessee. When Tennessee is resting all their dudes, well, that changes the math all of a sudden. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, this is pretty interesting, too. As you mentioned, Devin Singletary with the touchdown run. Bill's about to go up 21-0 here as they are working the Patriots early on. So, two teams with two different approaches with their quarterback situation. So, the Cleveland Browns, they are standing by Baker Mayfield as of right now. Yes, Baker Mayfield didn't exactly light it up this season. Here's what... Browns GM Andrew Barry is saying about Baker being on the team next year. You expect him to be your starting quarterback next season. Yeah, we, we fully expect, you know, Baker to be our starter and, and bounce back. So uh, I think Kevin, Kevin mentioned this yesterday. So yes. Okay. Not only the GM, but also the head coach, Kevin Stefanski. He's pretty positive about Baker as well. well Check this out. Of course. He pushed through it, and, and I know he wants to perform better. I've seen him perform better. He played winning football for us. Uh, so I fully expect him uh, to bounce back next year. Hmm. Okay. We, we, when you look at it, what, what other – where else would he be? They've already picked up his option. Mm-hmm. He'll make $19 million next year. Right. Yeah, they don't have any – where where else where are they going to go with the quarterback hey i hear you i'm just pointing this out because what the browns did is the opposite of what the colts did right <laughs> the colts yeah. right like the gm chris ballard he is asked after the season ended right colts have this hideous loss against the jaguars colts don't make the playoffs as a result of that so they asked the gm chris ballard about carson wentz being back on the team and he said I'm not going to comment on who's going to be here and who's not. It's like, whoa, holy cow. You just traded a first-round pick for this guy. And he's as noncommittal as it can get. And so I'm with you. I think that you stand by your quarterback until a better opportunity presents itself. Because if another opportunity doesn't present itself, you might be stuck with that guy anyway. So what sense does it make? to show no support and no confidence in that guy whatsoever. It's, it doesn't do you any good to do that. No, no, it, it, it doesn't. And the Colts got some questions. You know, they look, they drafted Baker Mayfield. The Colts did not draft Carson Wentz. They got somebody else used tire. The tire it, it didn't it exploded in the last game. I mean, that was a bad loss for him. Oh, that was rude. a terrible loss for him. You can't yeah. do that. No, You can't do that and expect people to take you serious as a quarterback. Like, seriously, it just it, 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 it can't happen like that. And, you know, the, when players start to realize things like that, right, like everything is important, everything counts. You can't let these type of games, you can't let that type of situation slip out of your hands the way it did. And, and, and it's just a, a, a bad situation. On the flip side of that with Cleveland, they know what they have. They've seen the bad Baker. They've seen the good. Hopefully in the fifth year, they're trying to get the good. And then we'll see. They'll, if he has a good year, then they won't give him a long-term deal. Guess what they'll do? They'll franchise him. Uh, extra point blocked, blocked, by the way. Yep. Bills are up 29. Now they're only Game down. Now, right now New England's only down 20. 
not yeah. 21. So there's 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 something, yeah. uh, you know, to look forward to. There's silver lining there. Man, when you look at Baker, his season, wow. It is just ugly. It's I tough know he to had watch. Ish, uh, yeah, I get it, yeah. but good Lord. What, dude, his pass rating's 83.1. It just You're a couple bad. of guys, most of the league has a better passer rating than that, but some guys where it's like, oh, gosh, he had a better passer rating? Guys like Daniel Jones of the Giants, Taylor Heineke, even, you know, you like to rip on Tua. Tua had a much healthier passer well, rating. Well, yeah. Tua doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, true. He, uh, Tua had 12 picks. Baker had 13, right? So they're, Yeah, they're, but it, it's, it's the win in the house. True. Yeah. You know I what I'm saying? You. And it's also the talent surrounding you. We can, we, all, we'll yeah. all, we can say we are both in confidence that Cleveland has a better roster than Miami. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're comparable. Mm. Pretty comparable. Mm. I mean, look, look, they had what? Almost. They the have Nick record. Chubb. Dolphins they have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. They have Landry. What's the tight end's name? Oh, uh, Njoku? Yes. yes. Yeah. On the He's defensive right. side of the ball. They have, they have, He's all right. <laughs> they're they trying have, to unload him for a reason. I, I get He's it, but okay. they have Clowney. They have Ward. They have um, Garrett. Garrett's uh, I, a legit player. I, I'll, I'll take Cleveland's roster over I, Miami's. I don't know, man. Like, you put Tua on Cleveland, they're a better team. Really? So you yeah. like Tua better than Baker? Yes. This is the most positive thing I've ever heard you no, say I'm about serious. Tua. No, I'm serious. Serious. I, I I would definitely. Because he doesn't come with the baggage. Well, yeah, that's true. Right? And that's important. He doesn't come with the baggage. And I, and I think the attitude, the baggage, like nobody wants to. Who wants to deal with that from a subpar player? Yeah. You right. don't. It's, yeah. Imagine if Tua had all of the commercials Baker Mayfield had. <laughs> people would be I, like, people would be like, what is happening right now? How is this I, even I would possible? Imagine you had had this experience at some point in your life. Have you ever dated a girl who is high maintenance? Oh yeah. And doesn't deserve to be high maintenance. Yes. <laughs> like that's Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, exactly right. What yep. Baker is. Yeah. So you know, I, I yes. I think uh, Cleveland would be a better team if if Tua, because at least you know he's coachable. Wow, interesting. Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. But to bring it back full circle, I just think it makes way more sense for the Browns to be like, oh, yeah, Tua, uh, Baker, he played winning football. Did he? I missed that part. But it makes more sense to say that publicly instead of dogging the guy out like, well, I have – no guarantees who's going to be on this well, roster. Well, of course, <laughs> especially when you know he's coming back. <laughs> right. And for the Colts, I, I, I don't know. D- do they have some deal in the works? They can't at this stage. Do they know what they're going to draft? No, but they know. It just doesn't make sense to say they're that stuck publicly. With, yeah, but they don't. I mean, at this point, starting over or getting Carlson Wentz again, what, what, what's the upside? I Listen, Carson Wentz was hideous in the last week of the season. And I get it was completely alarming. Jonathan you, Taylor is what the team uh, was this year. It was not Carson tremendous. Wentz. It was right. Jonathan Taylor who had almost a historic year of running the football. It but was not I'm Carson Wentz. Throughout the year, 
Carson Wentz was not a disaster. It, 27 touchdowns, 7 picks. You know Th- why? It's not like just dumpster fire. No, but you know why? Because <laughs> he has Jonathan Taylor. We're handing the ball off. Yes, but he's also making plays. He's not just throwing two picks every single game. That's you know? true. True. And, and the Colts organization is like, oh, gosh. Like, I, if we have to, maybe. <laughs> that's basically what they're saying about the guy. I just don't think that's a good tactic. I don't think it helps you out. All right, plenty to get to. Coming up next. Turns out a couple of people actually owe me $1,000. Details on the way. Mm. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, I think that's Don Brown's way of easing my pain right here is to play some Slayer. You know, very nicely done by him. But this is the time of the show where we let you know how our season-long bet has unfolded here. So Ephraim and I, we've made three NFL picks against the spread each and every week. And, well, Well, came down to the final week. Yes, it did. Set the stage. We were dead even. I picked up two games in, what, week 17. Mm -hmm. So we were deadlocked heading into week 18. The big man says, screw the format of three picks against the spread. Let's just go all in on Sunday night football. And I said, you know what, big man? I don't think that pleases the uh, big three gambling gods here. You know, I did like the Raiders, but I said, let's stick with the format. Let's go with three picks. My three picks earned me a one and two record. Ephraim's three picks earned him a 2-1 and one record. And so he is the champion of the season by one single game. Bravo to the big man. I'll wait for the applause to die down. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. Um, first off, I just want to give honor to God. And uh, <laughs> thank you for blessing me with the ability to you know, be here every week and, 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 and to pick these games. Uh, I want to say thank you to my opponent, uh, oh. Brian. No. And it was a, a heck of a match all year. You really brought out my a game uh, when it came down to it. I want to thank my parents. Oh no. <laughs> Look, it was a, a, a heck of a year. It was, it was ups. It was downs. And I, I tried to build up the suspense and and put it all on the line for the last regular season game, which was a barn burner, oh, which came man. down to an entire overtime. And you didn't want to do it. I didn't. And here's the thing, though. I don't know. I really don't know if we were going to go all in on that game, if I would have gone with my gut and taken the Raiders. I, I don't know. I honestly don't. So I picked it in my confidence pool. I just don't know for a thousand bucks if I would have taken the three points and gone with the Raiders. I honestly can't tell you one way or the other. Well, you didn't. You picked three. I picked three. I won two. You lost two. And by the way, can we just for a minute (laughs) go through the early games last week? Oh, my goodness. Bro. So I took... And this was just hideous. I took the Colts to cover a monstrous spread against Jacksonville. And it was just a disaster from the get-go. Just a disaster. 
And so I was dead in the water right away. <laughs> it just There's no way the Colts were covering that spread. They ended up losing by, what, 15 points? Yeah, like from the beginning of the game, it was like, oh, this is, this is over. Yeah, they were favored by 14 and a half. They Jackson- lost by 15. Yeah, Jacksonville scored first. They didn't even cover the spread in reverse. <laughs> but uh, I had the Ravens minus three and a half against the Steelers. And oh, my gosh. Big Ben. Tyler Huntley. <laughs> that freaking guy. Oh, man. So the Ravens are up by four points. Huntley throws an interception in the end zone. And then the game gets into overtime. Ravens are driving. They've got the ball first. I'm like, this is beautiful. They're going to try to score a touchdown. Tyler Huntley has Mark Andrews wide open over the middle. And the ball is so behind him. I don't know that Mark Andrews even got a finger on the ball. Barely, yeah, he barely tipped it. <laughs> and they they just showed Big Ben on the sideline. And he just... He just breathes heavily and, and reaches back like, whoa, gosh, dodged a bullet there. That could have been six. It's like, yeah, thankfully Tyler Huntley's in there for the Ravens instead of Lamar. Oh, that, I swear that guy owes me $1,000. <laughs> and by the way, your early game's big, man. So it starts off, you had the Texans plus 10 and a half. They're down 21 nothing at halftime. 21 nothing. I'm like, this looks great. You were celebrating. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No. He's he from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so the controversy continues over here. It was hilarious. The uh, errant whistle, erroneous whistle. I kind of like erroneous whistle a little bit better, right? So uh, Joe Burrow, just before falling out of bounds, he threw a, a touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd. A whistle was blown before Boyd caught the ball. And so by rule, that down should have been replayed. And that's not the way it went down. That's not the way it was ruled. Um, and they just interviewed Zach Taylor, the Bengals head coach. And they were like, hey, coach, did you hear a whistle on that play? He's like, no, no whistle at all. No, did, didn't hear a whistle. It was very tongue-in-cheek. It was very funny. It was well played by him. But this is uh, audio of the play. Now listen to the the whistle. You can hear the whistle on the field before the pass is caught. Check this out. Five of the pattern, Burrow. Tries to keep it alive, scrambles, throws it back to the end zone, but was he out of bounds first or is it a touchdown? I think he was out of bounds. They're discussing it. Caught in the back by Boyd. Conversation on the sideline here for the moment. No signal yet. Jerome Boger, the referee, is over here on the sideline. As they are in conversation, was he out when he threw? The result of the play, touchdown. Touchdown! And it certainly will get closer inspection. Yeah, Mike Tirico on the call with NBC. They screwed it up, big man. But uh, Steve DeSager pointed it out. The Raiders screwed up a lot of things <laughs> on their own today. But uh, that certainly contributed uh, to the end of the game, right? Like, letter of the law, you're supposed to replay that down. And who knows if the Bengals score a touchdown again. So uh, that changed everything from that point on. Yeah, it, it did. But, you know, you can't worry about things like that. It was earlier in the game. You had an opportunity to overcome that, and you did, mm-hmm. right? I mean, as, as you can sit there and, and hang the loss on that, but in reality, it's, it's not. Yeah, calls are, I'm not. Calls are missed all the time, but you, you, if it's the last second of the game, okay, you didn't have an opportunity to overcome something. But yeah, you you got to get the team ready to go. Forget forget that and come out and play. They had an opportunity to win the game. At the yeah, end of the it's game. an interesting thing, right? When you're, I never, and here's the, I don't know if, remember the Bush push game? Yeah. With Notre Dame and all that? Like, I never complained about that because at the time, technically, it was illegal to do what Reggie Bush did. But in my mind, it's kind of like a bailout, right? And so I think that's what you're really getting at with the Raiders. It looked like, no Raider defender was going to knock that ball down. And so you're really hoping for a bailout. And uh, it didn't happen. It should have happened, but I, I don't think you can cry to the high heavens about that. I'm not going to say they lost the game because of that. I'm just saying, hey, look, the way it played out, that was a significant play in the game. There's no doubt about it. That. It, it was a significant play, and there were some other things that the Raiders didn't do correctly. And It's just the ebbs and flows of the game, man. And just yeah. to... You know, everybody's going to be pointing to that one call. Like I said, watching it live and then watching the replay with the sound, the ball was more than halfway to the receiver when the whistle blowed. Mm-hmm. 
if it blew before the ball was thrown, that's one thing. The play was happening when the whistle was blown. The defender didn't stop because of the whistle. The defender stopped because he got beat in the back of the end zone. True, but still, the way the rule is written. I understand that, but it didn't have, right? Like, so I, I... no one had an advantage with the whistle is what I'm saying. I hear you. Listen, I would like, uh, instead of the rules, <laughs> I would like common sense to enter into the equation instead of the rules. Like, we got to go by the letter of the law over here. Well, sometimes that's just not smart, you know? Um, but that's the way it should have gone, at least. Uh, but in any event, the Raiders end up losing. And uh, the final play of the game where uh, – Derek Carr threw the interception, at least with the Raiders there, their last play on fourth down, and that does it for their season. But as you said earlier, overcame a lot of hurdles to even get into the playoffs. There weren't a lot of teams. There were none, uh, no teams that had a, a John Gruden situation, a Henry Rugg situation, a Damon Arnett situation, on and on and on, and still made the playoffs. So at least they got there. Now as we look forward here, How about the Rams on Monday night? So Steve mentioned this in his update. I mean his segment (laughs) earlier. Uh, Steve's corner, right? Where no Taylor Rapp, no Jordan Fuller. Both safeties for the Rams are out. Eric Weddle, who hasn't played in the NFL for the last two years, he's going to have significant time. He was a really good player, six-time Pro Bowler. But he's been on the couch for the last two years. I would expect the Arizona Cardinals to target him early and often, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, you have to go after him. You you got to make him pull his hamstring. <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's one of the <laughs> hardest things to do is get off the couch after two years, after uh, two months, mm-hmm. let alone two years. Your muscles aren't ready for that. Like zero to 100, it's like getting in a car that's been sitting in the garage for two years and the first time you step on the gas, you want to do 100. Right. Not going to work. Uh, this car is going to hesitate a little bit. Yeah. How about Matthew Stafford? What's on the line for that guy? He's had 15 turnovers since week nine, the most of any player over that span. He's been a turnover machine at the end of the season. And if they crash and burn, that's all you're going to hear. I knew this guy. You can't trust him in the playoffs. He hasn't won a playoff game. A lot on the line for him. Also, think about this. Your boy, Jimmy G. You love you some Jimmy G. We know this is his last year in San Francisco, right? They're going to turn the page, go with Trey Lance. Think about what's on the line for Jimmy G. If he plays well in the postseason, even if he's on another team, he's going to get a big payday. He might be in a really good situation. If he crashes and burns and they're one and done against the Cowboys, that changes his money, his opportunities. Yeah, I, a lot I, on the line for I, I still don't think Trey Lance will be ready next year. I, I really don't. Um, but So if I were them, especially if Jimmy G had a, a good postseason, mm-hmm. I'd bring him back. I mean, he still, You'd run it back. I mean, you know. I don't see it. I think Trey Lance was at least two years removed from college for being ready to start in the pros. He just yeah. has not played enough football at at any type of competitive level. By the way, what is the percentage chance in your mind that the Steelers pull a stunner against the Chiefs and win that game? Probably 15, 20%. 15, okay, yeah. yeah. Not bad. Uh, you got to say there's at least a chance, right? 
Absolutely. <laughs> Not for you. Hey, enjoy the rest of Super Wild Card Weekend, big man. Good stuff. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 